Welcome back, everybody. Dakota Prairie Outdoors Saturday Edition continues here across the Dakota Territory, around the world on my YouTube channel as well. Thank you for tuning in. YouTube at Dakota Prairie Outdoors Radio. This portion of the program brought to you by Freedom Repair as well. Whether it's a tractor, maybe you're looking at your uh, air seeders, getting things ready for next year, maybe even some fall planting still they might have going on. Check out Freedom Repair. They come to you. They help you get fixed up at your place, back in the field, ready to go. Over 18 years of uh, experience. Lucas Kelly is his name. Veteran owned and operated, a former Marine himself, Freedom Repair. You can call him at 701-440-1945. That again is 701-440-1945. It is Freedom Repair. Jamie Breck from the Guns and the 701 podcast comes and joins me this morning. Jamie, good morning. Morning. How are you doing, Scott? Well, I had to do a little scrambling this morning, but I, like I said, it's always nice to have friends that all they do is eat, breathe, sleep, and uh, drink hunting and uh, shooting things. So it's good stuff <laughs> like that. It works out. Yeah, nice. when you called me, you called me. I was driving up to the hunting shack, so I'm actually I'm in here right now looking at uh, looking at a bunch of beautiful mule deer. Well, I'm glad somebody's got them. I had uh, over 30 plus people came through the yard this year during the rifle season. And every one of them said, there's no deer out here. I said, I could have told you, I could have saved you an entire day of walking. And I could have told you that I said, but there's certain pockets around the uh, badlands that really got decimated by deer last year. And it affected the mule deer to the point where uh, a lot of people that are, are getting something right. I mean, small ones, mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's some issues with these mule deer. There really is. So uh, it's probably the lowest it's been in around the ranch here that I've seen in over 15 years. Yeah, that's, that's depressing to hear. I don't like hearing that anywhere, but no. I mean, our, our, up here at our place, we have, we got plenty of them. There's a lot of, lots and lots of does, and there's a lot of, a lot of New York deer, you know, the next year's. Yeah. But big ones, there was some big ones when the season started, but I don't know, there's some guys around who do a lot of bull hunting. They might have got them or some road yeah. hunters might have got them because I have I haven't seen anything, you know, big that I would that I would shoot. I mean, but I still got my bow tag. Yeah, yeah, me but, too. Me too. I I had to I didn't even try to go with my rifle because there was uh just nothing going and I have a gratis tag. So I mean I'm kind of limited to the uh you know small area that I own, right? Because that's what I put yeah. in on. So uh, yeah. A lot of people don't realize just because you have a gratis tag doesn't mean you're going to fill your tag. And uh, right. that was uh, the true thing this year. There was absolutely zero deer on the property that I owned. So, but uh, my dad has a gratis. He can, he never, he never filled his either. I mean, he could have, but like I said, there was nothing big enough that he wanted. So I couldn't I, even I, find I, a doe, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably could have hung a rope out my shack window a few times and roped the dough for you here. Oh, but I want to see that on video. Hey, uh, before <laughs> we get into talking some gun control stuff, uh, uh -huh. do you know what the Mile High Club is? Yes. All right. So everybody listening that understands what that is, I have a different Mile High Club. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, I mean, that's when you're 5,280 feet above the ground, right? And you know what that means. But today... Between my daily programs and my Saturday programs, today is my 5,280th show. Wow. Congratulations. Since, yeah, buddy. since I started up that way. So there you have it. That's a that's a lot of shows right there. <laughs> I some every I once in a while I, a few of them. I figure it out and I'm like, I've been at it for 15 years already. So uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ever since awesome, uh, good old Tony Dean passed away, I 
that's when I started up. Some people asked me to start up and by golly, it worked out pretty good that way. Uh, oh, another guy mentioned, he said second year in a row, he had gratis tag soup. Me too. I didn't even hunt last year because of the uh, EHD and how much it decimated it, but let's move on. All right. I've been hearing on the news a lot, you know, the, the mass shootings. Okay. And, uh, yeah. what, what can, Okay, that confuses me a little bit, too, because, uh, you know, no matter what happens, everything is a mass this and a mass that. But uh, I think they have that word mass overutilized a little bit. But anyway, I've heard now, instead of just doing, quote unquote, assault rifles, right, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're going to use all semi-auto firearms is going to be their next attempt at banning. And, uh, you know, my, somebody once told me you throw enough, you know what, on the wall, eventually something of it's going to stick. They've yep. been throwing this stuff uh, on the wall for a long time and it's getting closer and closer and closer, uh, to, uh, to something sticking. Uh, what, what's your take on this whole thing? Well, I mean, I've been saying it for years. It's, it's not just a certain kind of gun. They, they definitely want, they want all of them. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, anything's, you know, like you use the weapon of war as an assault, assault rifle, but you know, as, as you know, um, bow and arrow was a weapon of war. Musket was a weapon of war. Absolutely. Crossbows. Um, uh, uh, yeah. my 1903 Springfield was a weapon of war. It actually yeah. came from military use. How many, you know, how many, how many Americans died in the civil war from a, from a single shot musket or a sword in a war yeah. or a sword? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they, they, they want to do that and then, you know, they'll hope people go along with it and think that's where they're going to stop, but, but they won't, you know, Biden said he, he's not going to quit trying to ban nine millimeter pistols. And, and now, like you say, it's every semi-automatic because, you know, that's what they associate with mass shootings. Mm-hmm. Wow, I mean, there's been a number of mass shootings without without semi-automatics that have killed, you know, ten people and wounded. I mean, is, is that you think they're going to quit? Then that's, they're going to be like, well, that's okay. He did it with a bolt-action hunting rifle. Well, <laughs> no, they're not, because then they're going to go for that. <laughs> exactly. You know. Yeah. You know, it's um. So yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. They're going to keep trying, and and I don't. I hopefully, you know, there is there is a small portion of the republican party that would that, that that support gun control but i, I don't know how that's going to be in the senate the house I'm, I'm quite certain nothing will pass the house but i don't know how it goes in the senate but you know the way it's going to be looking like 50 50 i guess we'll see what happens yeah but um you know you're going to have two democrats as well um cinema in, in arizona and um mansion in west virginia who are going to be up in two years and you know those are pretty high gun gun owner states are pretty pretty big supporters of the Second Amendment. So I don't know if they'd go along with anything like that. Yeah, but you know remains to be seen. But yeah, just don't don't ever forget people that they, they want them all. I'll promise you they do. And there's some people who like support some gun control, and that that's what they're looking for. Wow, well, you just you can have those, but as long as I have my my three shot deer rifle and my and my double barrel bird gun, you know, then then that's that, that's fine with me. But oh, yeah, there's don't a lot worry, of those they'll, people. A lot of those people. Yeah. yeah well, lots of people in England and in Australia, how they restrict your ownership of those as well. And, you know, make you jump through a bunch of loopholes just to own them and, you know, look over your social media accounts like they're doing in New York now with the, with the concealed carry and making every place a sensitive area where you can't carry your gun. And it's, the battle's never going to end. I mean, it's, 
no matter what happens in any court case or who's president, I mean, the, the people who want your guns are never going to stop coming. So, and you know, it's what's like people like you and me got to keep talking about it. Yeah. Uh, one guy just commented, he said, when you take my knife away, you can have my guns. Why so quiet on the stabbings that are still going unsolved? And I think, uh, what was it last week? There was a mass stabbing. There was like two people that got stabbed and they call that a mass stabbing. And uh, so maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Am I, am I thinking wrong, Jamie? I mean, the Walmart thing, six people got shot and they call that mm -hmm. a mass shooting. And, uh, right. you know, but we have six people gather and uh, protest. They don't call that a mass protest. I mean, <laughs> I, am I thinking wrong here? I mean, like, I mean, I, I'm like, maybe, a, maybe I'm desensitized no. to where I'm at here, but I'm thinking they're overusing this whole thing to uh, make it sound worse. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, shooting anybody is bad, but I think they're trying to play on people's emotions a little bit more. They kind of, I think they changed it now to say anything with four or five people get shot or more, it's a mass shooting. Well, you're right. They are saying that to make everybody think this mass shootings are just going hog wild everywhere. Well, a lot of this is like gangbangers doing drive-bys or these nightclub shootings where, you know, it's, oh, there's a bit of mass shooting at a nightclub. Well, yeah, because it was um, people doped up and drunk and, and their um, rival gangs and they shot them. Well, that's a mass shooting to people like you who have common sense is like, you know, what happened probably at Walmart, okay? I, I agree that that's terrible and that is a mass shooting, but they're trying to lump everything in, like you say, to be a, a mass shooting. So they think there's this huge issue and we need to get the guns out of the way and that's going to stop it, which is ridiculous. Um, the, the knife thing. Yeah. Four people got stabbed tonight. All these four college kids, which is, which is terrible. But uh, you do you hear, do you hear Joe Biden coming out and saying we got to ban knives now? Just wait. <laughs> Just yeah, wait. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what can that, I mean, you look at, uh, you can pretty much use anything, you know, like <laughs> Eric says, Cain killed Abel with rocks and with a rock, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, if you look back in the history, right. I mean, everything is a weapon of war and, uh, I mean, everything can be used as that. Yeah, it can be used and it has been used as a weapon of war. Just, yeah. You know, you got to try and get people's mind wrapped around that. Cause you know, I'll give it that. I gunners have done a good job of making, semi-automatics a weapon of war mm -hmm. well what did chris kyle everybody knows that show right american yep. sniper what was he using bolt action rifle yep you know i'm sure he got some with a semi-auto too but most of his confirmed kills are with uh i believe it was a custom-made mcmillan 300 wind mag yep so yep. the bolt action every 300 wind mag that's a that's a deer well in fact i sold your father-in-law 300 wind mag for shooting yeah deer and antelope right he uses so, it for yeah. everything yeah i mean yeah yeah. And it weapon of war. It's a weapon of war. And if some automatics are gone and they start using those, then they're going to come with those. They're going to come after those. I mean, it, you, you got to be vigilant against stuff. I mean, most people don't pay that much attention to it. And, and that's what these guys play on. But, you know, unfortunately, it, it's hooked me in and I, I can't not pay attention to it. You know, somebody's got to do it. Text comes in, says, you'll never keep weapons out of a criminal's hand. I agree. Eric says, uh, they're also trying to make it dramatic. I wonder how the numbers compared to the old West. I was thinking that the other day. All right. I forget mm -hmm. what show I was watching. I can't remember what show I was watching, but it was, it was an old Western show, you know, or attempted to set back in that old time uh, era. And we, right. we always wonder how accurate these things are. You know, when somebody had an issue, you went out and solved it. 
Right. Mm-hmm. If you wanted this yep. or that, I mean, uh, there was uh, the the fight against different tribes of Indians, Indians against Indians, uh, whites against Indians, whites against whites. I mean, there was a lot of different things going on back then, and yeah, uh, yeah, there was uh, less media and everything to. to uh, I wonder how those numbers would compare. I bet you we're a lot lower nowadays per capita, right, uh, than it yep. was back then. I mean, there's no doubt. You think it. so? I think huh? so. I think that's something to look into. Maybe I'd, I'd be interested. I don't know, know how that. you I mean, do it. I don't know how you do it, but I, I mean, if yeah, you would, if you if would they, do it per cap, I mean, back then there wasn't as many populated areas, right? I mean, so you have to do it by uh, ranks of population. I would think. Yeah, well, I'll have to check into that and see. But yeah. I, hey, as while well, you're talking about that, guess what? Revolver, weapon of war, lever action rifle. Grandpa's old lever action, weapon of war. Oh, yeah. There's there's two more of them for you to to bounce, which. <laughs> My muzzle loader, <laughs> weapon of war. <laughs> weapon of war, yeah. And yeah, yeah you know, anything. If, let's just say they did ban semi automatics and you, we all had our bolt action. I have bolt action rifles that take a, a detachable magazine. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure you do. Yep. Th- then, you know what they say? Wow. Well, you can reload too quick. We can't have that. You know, they tried that crap in California. They still got it with that bullet button thing. Yeah. You know, or you got to load them through the top like a, like you're, like you're putting them in, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's just um, annoying how they keep coming at it. I mean, you know, it gives me something to talk about, I guess, but <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm kind of distracted right now. Cause there is actually a nice mule deer buck walking right below my shack here. Okay. So there's a mule deer buck. You have your archery tag. Let's hear it on air. Let's hear you sling an arrow. <laughs> well, I do have a crossbow, but that baby doesn't reach 200 yards. <laughs> come on everybody says crossbows are so easy yeah well i can tell you that they're let me let's talk about crossbows for a little bit about hunting with them sure um so if you do shoot and miss it's not like just knocking another arrow i have to have a, a cocking string that i wrap around right mm-hmm. and carrying a crossbow around if you're going to spot and stock which is usually what i do here on mule deer those suckers are way heavier than a regular bow. I can tell you that. Yeah. You know, I can tell you that. So it's, it's not, as, you know, it's not as convenient as you think. Can I shoot farther? Yeah. Like everybody thinks I shoot a hundred yards. Um, my, my scope on it, I can shoot to 60. I'm pretty confident, you know, but past there, I've, I've never shot it past 60 yards. Cause I don't have, you know, like you got your pins on a, on a regular bow, yeah. your, your aiming pins. No, that's just, it's like a scope you know rifle scope with the drop reticles and and as far as holding it like holding it up like i said mine is heavy back when i shot a regular bow i thought it was actually easier to, to offhand a regular bow than it is the crossbow because the, the damn crossbow is so heavy yeah well i've only shot a crossbow one time and that was inside the hotel in rapid city mm-hmm. and at an nra event we had to test it out I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna raffle it off or auction yeah. it off, you got to test the products, right? And right. Uh, then I got in trouble with the hotel people, and they, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was. Worth I it. mean, they're fun to shoot too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, crossbows are fun. I, I think shooting regular bows were, was fun too. I just, you know, I don't get the, the people think you know like that's cheating. I, I I never got over that. It just gives you more of an ethical shot if you do. I mean, if you do have a nice. Like if I do sit in a ground blind with mine, I have a tripod that I set it on, which, you know, watch well, cheating too. Well, I just, you make wise cheating to get a better shot at something. I, I, I don't, I 
don't, I can't wrap my mind around that. Here's the thing that gets me is uh, when somebody tells me, and I don't care. I don't, I don't hunt with a crossbow. I don't care who hunts with what, as long as you're out mm -hmm. hunting. All right. Well, let's continue mm -hmm. hunting. Let's get together as hunting uh, society and support each other because we're always at, it seems like everybody's at each other's throats, right? But yep. the argument that I like is, well, this new technology, these crossbows. And I'm like, do you realize crossbows have been around since like 600 BC? <laughs> it's not a new technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? They're old. They're not new. Well, they say that about AR-15s too, and these were invented in the 50s. So. Yeah. Yeah. Or I like when people think that AR stands for uh, automatic rifle or assault yeah. rifle, you know, instead of Armalite rifle company. You get a 30 clip assault magazine that goes in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Assault <laughs> <laughs> magazine, assault clip. Yeah. I like it. Oh. All right. So, how, did your deer season fare out well? Did you end up getting your rifle tag or did you have a rifle tag? I I had a doe tag. I, I did Good. not. I could have easily, but I didn't. But, you know, the, the people that I hunt with, my uncle, my uncle Dean, he shot, man, it was the biggest mule deer he's ever got. It was a beauty. I'd never put tape to it, but I'm pretty sure. 170 171 ish nice and my buddy rob he got his biggest mule this is all an opening weekend actually he got his biggest mule deer too and then my buddy trav who was looking for the you know he was looking for the big the big big one mm -hmm. he uh he he's tag still sitting in my camper actually so he he didn't get one and like i said my dad never did feel as gratis but and i didn't but it's it was fun i i, I thoroughly enjoy deer hunting season the whole atmosphere around it and and everything that goes on and i'm just watching deer i enjoy the heck out of that yeah too. just watching any kind of uh wildlife is kind of fun isn't it you know yeah i'm, I'm yeah, feeding I'm, my cows now in our winter pasture in the in the deep deep badland stuff you know and uh every time i go every morning i go out and feed cows i stop on top and i start glassing all the breaks and down inside the canyons and it's just kind of fun to see you know grant that there's only maybe two or three mule deer that i can see but there's a lot mm -hmm. of other wildlife running around out here there's no doubt uh, we never did get a coyote either. We usually get a coyote or two during deer season, but there there is five of them running around here. You know, like I was telling you before I came on, um, I was actually trying to go get one yesterday. I seen him. I was going to put a stock on him, and then I was trying to get some video of it while I messed that up. But it turned out there was a huge, uh, huge porcupine down here mowing on the trees, and you know, there's not a lot of trees in North Dakota. So if you're a porcupine and you're eating trees, um, you're not going to be breathing long around me. So. I got the bonus plant. I got a couple of those. And then on the way back in, I see another one in the, in the tree. So I actually got three of them there. Yeah. Yesterday. So well, I hope. Saving I'll, the trees, man. I will send that guy that hates me for killing porcupines. I'll send them your way. So you can have <laughs> some of the glory of having an on-air show uh, to where yeah, you get some of that here. Um, yeah. Is I going to throw at you? Oh, if, if you have that many coyotes next weekend, the second and third is the Christmas for Kids coyote hunting tournament in Kildeer. So uh, they take all the money and they buy Christmas gifts around the local areas for families that can't quite afford them. So there you go. That's a way to get rid of those coyotes and help out the local children too. Yeah. I would say too that uh, we were kind of talking. Well, you know, I'm going to have you hold that thought until after the, uh, we'll, we'll continue on YouTube, Jamie, stay with me. Jamie Brecht here filling in. Appreciate that. Guns and the seven one is his podcast. Also coming up your way, we're going to continue a little bit afterwards on YouTube. Uh, make sure to check out my daily program, dakotaprairieoutdoors.com. All across these radio stations and 20 other ones, eat some meat, drink some milk, have yourself a great weekend.
All right, stations. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Todd, thanks for the heads up on that. I didn't know that. Sorry about that, buddy. Jamie, continue. Yes, on. sir. Yeah. Now, now we're just anybody... you. Now we're just YouTube, so we can be <laughs> a little more like yourself. Uh, but I only yeah, have about yeah. ten minutes. I got to hook up a trailer and go help a neighbor or move some. Oh, cows. no problem. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some video and I'll do these bucks and I'm just gonna tell everybody if you are a bull hunter yet, um, the ruts on here like I haven't seen it all year. So I'm I'm watching when I'm done talking. To you, I'm gonna be there and they're chasing these does around. I got three bucks down here in this quarter. They're just they're just herding these does around. Uh, I'm waiting for them to bang antlers, but that ain't happening yet. Have but, a guy, yeah, it's uh, guy asked me, have you ever seen a magpie land and hop around on the back of a deer? Yeah, I kept trying to get a video of it this year. I've seen it more times than I ever have. It blows my mind. Well, you the builder just freak out. <laughs> I haven't Why seen that yet. It? Why would they do that? Uh, you know, magpies are scavengers. So if there's anything on their back or whatever i don't know why they would do it but i uh, honestly maybe they're ma they're stealing some hair for their nest you know i can't stand magpies somebody told me to eat pheasant nests out too i don't know but i love magpies in my country because not every coyote has a magpie or how is it not every magpie has a coyote but every cow coyote has a magpie well then there's a lot of coyotes out at our place be looking out yeah i'm I'm, I'm, hey, I'm glassing as we're speaking here. <laughs> I, I, these, these deer are going nuts down here. This is actually pretty cool. I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to get some video and you and I are off the, off the air here. Okay. I'll put it on there. But yeah. Well, I got to head too, uh, my friend. I appreciate you coming in and filling in, man. Thank you. Hey, no problem, Scott. Anytime, buddy. Anytime.